Michigan will pull it out as well. I think Minnesota is not good enough competition to really threaten the Wolverines. But with under a minute left, that's all the time we have. I'll leave you with one last message. Jacksonville Jaguars, free Denard Robinson. You're the worst team in the league. You've no win so far. Let Denard Robinson play. What else is going for you guys? Anyway, that's just my message to, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, for everyone on the other side, my name's Andrew Shapiro. That's all the time we have for today's show. You've been listening to the Daily Sports Report on 88.3. WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Make sure to tune into our broadcast this Saturday. We'll be bringing you Michigan against Minnesota, hopefully a Wolverines victory. But for today, we'll leave you with a good night and a go blue. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know? Stay away. What's that? Pandora's box, the box of chocolates. Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. Good evening, it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is this show here that's about food and culture and stuff every 6.30 in the evening at every Thursdays on WCBN. And it's all about the beats today, but more also, beats, B-E-E-T-S and B-E-A-T-S, partly because there's an event coming up this weekend called Peas Turn Up the Beat. Let me spell that for you. P-E-A-S, Turn Up the Beat, B-E-E-T. Exclamation point. It's at the Ark, and it's going to be put on by the Community Farm of Ann Arbor. We're going to hear all about those folks in just a moment. This is a Sunday concert featuring Seth and May and Breathe, I Will Breathe. We'll also hear some music from some of those folks. But let's get warmed up here a little bit. It's actually pretty warm outside already, but let's you know maybe take some clothes off, and then you can get warmed up even more. Just saying. Here's Bob and Earl. These are the folks who did the original Harlem Shuffle, which you may remember the Rolling Stones had a hit with. Way back when, this is way even further back then, this is Bob and Earl, and another of their tunes, this is a mighty lovely one, and sweet too, and that's what we're all about, sweet flavors on this show. This is Ooh Honey Baby. We are purveyors of... Just kidding. Here's Ooh Honey Baby. What if What if I did this one? Oh, Honey Baby. Is that you?
Oh, yeah. Bob and Earl and Ooh, Honey Baby. It's always good to start a show with a good gaffe, don't you think? Especially if you keep bringing it up. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and instead of bringing it up, let's turn it up. Please turn up the beat is an event put on by the Community Farm of Ann Arbor. It's going to be at the ARC, a concert this Sunday at 7.30 p.m. And I spoke just at the turn of summer with the folks from the Community Farm of Ann Arbor. Let's hang out with them, shall we, and hear what the Community Farm of Ann Arbor is all about. And there have been a number of CSAs popping up in Ann Arbor and the area. It seems like in the last five years, a lot of them, a lot of folks growing their own stuff and then folks... Uh, paying for six months to 12 months of really fresh food that they get delivered to them or they pick up somewhere. But Community Farm of Ann Arbor has been doing it for over 25 years. So you would feel free to lean into that microphone and tell us who you are. (laughs) Thanks. And thanks for having us. Sure. Um, My name's Ann Elder, and I've been farming at the Community Farm of Ann Arbor for 22 years. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, my name is Kat Oshman, and I have been farming at the Community Farm for four years. Very good. And I'm Paul Bantle, and I've been learning how to farm <laughs> at the Community Farm of Ann Arbor from Ann Elder oh. for over 20 years. <laughs> Wonderful. Now, how did this all get started? Were you all doing something totally contrary and opposite, and you got into this, or were you, were you doing this sort of thing already? How did, you, uh, how did this all happen? In the very beginning... The beginning of the farm or the beginning of us? Because uh, we weren't quite the beginning of the farm. Huh. Well, tell me, tell me where you come <clears throat> from and how you, how you find yourself on a farm growing neat stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, in my beginning of Ann Arbor time, I worked my way um, down the food chain from um, restaurants, working in restaurants in Ann Arbor, and then making tofu in Ann Arbor, and then making bread. And then making the vegetables that made the bread and the tofu and the food for the restaurants. So okay. it's been very lovely. <laughs> so you started with the restaurants, and then you got to work at a place that provided food for the restaurants, Correct. yeah? yes. Mm-hmm. That, was, that sounded exciting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. Now, the community farm is on South Fletcher Road. Where, where is that from here? Um, let's see. It's west of town. So... A nice rural road way to get out there is to go west on Sio Church, and you go about 15 miles, and then it's between Sio Church and the highway, I-94, on a beautiful dirt road. It's kind of in the middle of a lot of farmland. I mean, it's hard to imagine that that landscape is there where it is. Mm. It's just so lovely. Mm. So uh, talk a bit about the community farm. What's it all about? And uh mm. <laughs> well, Step right up. the farm is about a lot of things. It's about growing vegetables in a very, very pure way. We use a kind of farming practice called biodynamic agriculture, which is um, it's like organic agriculture in the way that it doesn't use pesticides and herbicides and fungicides and all those other sides that kill things. But it's a kind of farming that brings in life and love as the forces that make things grow. So it's kind of fun. We Mm. just have tons of love on our farm. (laughs) So what's an example of that? Say, you know, as you said, when you grow organically, no no pesticides and such, but biodynamic farming, what's an example of something you might do that's different? Well, a huge difference is um, 
we have these beautiful cows mm -hmm. that are cared for like you'd care for your own child in your home. They just live in a, a very uh, nice barn that's just cared for meticulously, Annie, even in the winter. Uh, it just cracks me up. She'll take little pieces of cloth and fill in all the holes in the barn so that the cows will stay warmer through the winter. Mm -hmm. So it starts with, like, um, all our creatures on our farm are really well housed and they're fed really beautiful food um, that's not, it's also grown in a, a very righteous way. And then these animals all produce, um, you know, manure. So they eat this really good food, and then we take the bedding that they've been living in, and we build these wonderful compost piles. And then over a couple of years' time, we return that to the soil that we grow the food on. So it's this really uh, at-home, complete cycle that supports the animals really well, and then their relationship to the humans mm -hmm. and to the soil. So it all happens on the farm. That's it. <laughs> you got it, Mike. Mm. It's a, a it, it's about making it happen on the farm. And I'd I'd say probably a lot of farms do a lot of uh, trucking things in, trucking yes. things out. Mm -hmm. But this sounds a lot more self-contained. Yes, exactly. And it's very beautiful because if you have a cycle of health, you're actually continuing to build health upon health and health. Or in our case, health and love and health and love and health and love. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And he, like uh, an example, today Kat was seeding, what did you seed? Broccoli. And, what, and what's interesting to me is what it got seeded into, like in terms of the farm. Um, it got seeded into some very, very healthy soil. Mm -hmm. um, we actually make our own soil mix on the farm, which is, I think, something that very few farms do these days. Mm -hmm. um, so it really sort of starts at that level where we make the really healthy soil, seed things into that, and everything sort of gets this really wonderful start in, in life. Mm -hmm. um, and so that means that even better vegetables are produced because of that. Mm. So are you using vegetables in the soil to produce better vegetables? Did I get that right? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, well, basically everything that goes into the compost eventually winds up in some form or another in the soil. So it really is kind of this complete cycle. That's and, amazing, yeah. And Mike, she, she was seeding into wooden flats, yeah. which is like unheard of these days. Mm -hmm. um, they're real deep wooden flats that our members made, and they're just... Mm. Uh, yeah, they're very special. Mm. Wow. And I, I, I could think of Ann Arbor being a place where people blend their own kinds of coffee. But I, I don't think I've heard uh, blending <laughs> soil. You know, I think... Yeah. yeah you, and you grow coffee in the soil or coffee beans. Well, maybe not in this climate, but to create your own soil, that's just... That's new and very interesting to me. It yeah. is, and it's lovely. And um, healthy soil is really a foundation of our farming. Because it starts there, you know, if you've got your healthy soil, you really do have healthy plants that make healthy people, and healthy people have healthy minds that make healthy choices, which would lead them to farming in a healthy fashion. And choosing to listen to this radio show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Very, very healthy listening to this radio show. People's ears get so healthy from this radio show. This is, this is a, a proven fact that I just now made up. But um, now you have, uh, in spite of all these wonderful natural things, you also have a website, yeah. which will allow people who may not be able to get out 
there uh, to learn all about it and maybe get out there someday. And that is the it's Community Farm of AA at WordPress.com. And you also have a Facebook page, right? Yes, we do. And the website and the Facebook page are really beautifully managed by one of our uh, most loyal and longest term apprentices. Her name is Kristen. Yeah, Kristen. She posts beautiful photos up there and there's all sorts of updates about what we're growing and what we're doing. So it is a really nice way to get a little glimpse of our daily life. And I was looking uh, on the website and with for a very nice, long, appetizing list of produce that you're making this year. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I, I should get an auctioneer to read this off. You yes. know, yeah. broccoli, cabbage, cantaloupe, cal- cauliflower, corn, eggplant, flour. You know, I mean, and it's and it's it's an alphabet of food yeah. I'm yeah. looking at. So yeah. you grow. I'm seeing dozens of kinds of things. Bok choy. I'll, I'll read it even more slowly than that. Now, but uh, bok choy, broccoli, Chinese cabbage. Uh, I guess cabbage, which I guess is an American cabbage, or yeah, there's a head cabbage and a Chinese cabbage. Okay, Brussels sprouts, beets, cantaloupe, cauliflower, corn, collards, carrots, cucumber, and we're just at the letter C. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a lot of stuff. I mean, you can skip down to turnip, tomato, wild greens, watermelon, and so you become people can become a member mm-hmm. of the CSA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can find out how at the website. And there's a certain fee. We don't actually mention the fee on the air, but what you do with that fee is you get, uh, is it six months or 12 months? How, how does that work? Well, um, we grow, as you just said, a lot of different vegetables. And our hope is that it would um, feed a family that eats a lot of vegetables and then also allows them to freeze or can vegetables throughout the year as they come up weekly so that at the end of the year, um, and they want to choose to eat locally, they can just pull from their freezer or their cans of goods that they've put up. And then the very end of November, we have what we call Grand Finale, which um, we give out a very large amount of vegetables, like over 40 pounds of squash to each share, so that they can eat that fresh produce as well um, until... Well, hopefully it, they eat it all up before it goes funny. Right. And I guess you probably have to pay attention to certain months and certain times of the year. I'm looking at this long list, but I don't suppose all of them are all available at the same time like a like a generic supermarket. Is, is. Yeah, that's really a big part of being in a CSA is that there's a progression, a natural progression of the vegetables relative to how our seasons unfold. So it's all about learning, you know, there's an intimacy with what the earth's giving through the seasons. And um, you just get regular with your diet and your cooking in your home. And as Annie said, putting food up. And the cool thing about our CSA is, one, we've produced a cookbook. And the second thing is that the members, because they pick up at the farm, they get to interact and talk about how can we use these veggies that we've never seen or... And that's a really neat thing right there where they're getting the vegetables. They're just talking about it, sharing recipes. And the cool thing is with all of that produce, people are bound to eat better. Um, Most people don't have that many vegetables all the time, and um, they'll tend to eat more vegetables when they join the farm. We've even had very large people become regular-sized people, (laughs) and they said that was because they ate all their vegetables. (laughs) Um, I just want to say that uh, we are now in the month of June, and I'm still working through vegetables that I put up last fall. So it really does last 
all the way up until the next season. Um, and just a note about the fee, um, as you can tell by the list of vegetables, we're all about diversity on a variety of levels, lots of different vegetables, different kinds of people. Um, and so it is a sliding scale. So that is an option as well. well that's good. Sounds like some music sneakily snuck in on a sliding scale. Well, we've been listening to folks from the Community Farm of Ann Arbor, and their website is communityfarmofaa.org. And they have a cookbook. As you heard, they, they grow their own food. They are the oldest CSA in Michigan. And they have an event at the Ark, a celebration coming up this Sunday called Peas Turn Up the Beat. Featuring music from Seth and May and Breathe Owl Breathe, some Michigan music, this Sunday at 7.30 at the Ark. And again, you can find out more about Community Farm of Ann Arbor at communityfarmofaa.org. In the meantime, this is an instrumental. This is a group called the Detroit Land Apples. It's called I Need Help. Music is a beautiful thing, yeah? Coming up at 7, Arwolf will be here. We will face the music. Music from years that end in three, I believe, yes? That's right. That's right. Music from years that end in three, coming up at 7. Starting in 1903. Starting in 1903. Wow. At 7 o'clock on Face the Music. In the meantime, here's a taste of what's coming. A taste. That's a food show. A taste. Here's what's coming up at the event coming up this weekend. This is a little bit of Breathe, Owl, Breathe. This is one of the folks playing at the Ark, one of the folks from Michigan playing. This is a song indirectly about food. It is called Lion's Jaw. I can't make that noise. I can make this noise. Never seen 
I Will Breathe from East Jordan, Michigan, one of the performers at the show on Sunday at the Ark. Please turn up the beat, presented by the Community Farm of Ann Arbor. It's Breathe, I Will Breathe, and Seth and May at the Ark on Sunday at 7.30. Another stuff Another stuff happenings is this weekend is, also is, the 15th Annual Jam Contest and Public Tasting, a public tasting, in fact, at Downtown Home and Garden. The annual jam contest, they say, is like an egalitarian county fair. Everyone who stops by gets to taste any of 60 or 70 locally made jams on toasted rustic Italian bread and vote for his or her favorite. The top three winners get prizes, but you got to drop off your jams, jellies, or preserves at the store by tomorrow, so you're... you're kind of in a hurry if you want to get that together. Previous year's winners have included um, the Malaysian Coconut Snow... That was the winner last year. Before that was the Kindergarten Crab Apple Jelly in 2011. Sweet and Spicy Pizza Jam. What? At 2010. Mipmo's Raspberry Birthday Reprise, 2009. The Deer Ate Everything But the Hot Peppers Jelly, 2008. And Rose Red Raspberry Freezer Jam in 2007. So this year's jam contest and public tasting at the Downtown Home and Garden is Saturday from 10 a.m. to 1 
And uh, jams, yes. Jellies, perhaps. Perhaps uh, Jellicles. Perhaps T.S. Eliot. The song of the Jellicles. Jellicle cats come out tonight. Jellicle cats come one, come all. The Jellicle moon is shining bright. Jellicles come to the Jellicle ball. Jellicle cats are black and white. Jellicle cats are rather small. Jellicle cats are merry and bright and pleasant to hear when they cut a wall. Jellicle cats have cheerful faces. Jellicle cats have bright black eyes. They like to practice their airs and graces and wait for the Jellicle moon to rise. Jellicle cats develop slowly. Jellicle cats are not too big. Jellicle cats are roly-poly. They know how to dance a gavotte and a jig. Until the Jellicle moon appears, they make their toilette and take their repose. Jellicles wash behind their ears. Jellicles dry between their toes. Jellicle cats are white and black. Jellicle cats are of moderate size. Jellicles jump like a jumping jack. Jellicle cats have moonlit eyes. They're quiet enough in the morning hours. They're quiet enough in the afternoon. Reserving their Terpsichorean powers to dance by the light of the Jellicle moon. Jellicle cats are black and white. Jellicle cats, as I said, are small. If it happens to be a stormy night, they will practice a caper or two in the hall. If it happens the sun is shining bright, you would say they had nothing to do at all. They are resting and saving themselves to be right for the Jellicle moon and the Jellicle ball. Indeed. Thank you, T.S. Eliot. That was not Andrew Lloyd Webber. That was T.S. Eliot reading Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. Yes, indeed. The Song of the Jellicles. I don't know if there was food there, but I'm sure the cats are now running off and eating. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and one more beat-oriented piece of news. Changes coming to Mark's Carts, which is right next to downtown Home and Garden, which we were just talking about. Carts moving in, carts moving out, a very active place with lots of food. Beatbox and Cheese Dream, a couple of the carts at Mark's Carts, are moving away there, from there, to 1215 South University. Another place for food carts is is there. That's where the Beatbox and Cheese Dream are going to go to 1215 South University. Beatbox says, that's B-E-E-T, Box, says they're going to be open all winter long. There will be delivery and expanded hours doing late night stuff, including late night tacos from the Beatbox. The Beatbox, a place that has everything from roasted beet quinoa topped with feta and homemade citrus yogurt sauce to beet lemonade to pico de gallo to black bean and brown rice Kale, red cabbage, etc., etc., the beatbox offering those things. And Cheese Dream, also a place where you can get your three year cheddar, applewood smoked bacon, and sliced fresh tomato sandwich. Cheese Dream also moving to 1215 South University. While El, Man- El Manantial has moved into Mark's Carts in the last year, so lots of things happening. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for at least that long. Oh, by the way, just a couple of more things about beets. Two beets are called, have, speaking of Detroit, we were playing the Detroit land apples earlier. Two kinds of beets in Wikipedia with Detroit name with Detroit name are in it are Detroit Dark Red Medium Top, which is an heirloom, and the wonderfully named Perfected Detroit, which was the 1934 AAS winner. I love the AAS and Perfected Detroit. Let's hope for that, folks. 
This is WCBN FM in Arbor. Here's a song about jam. Kid Creole and the Coconuts. I am. Cool, Mike. It reminds me a little bit of uh, Slim Gaillard's uh, vocal tracks from the movie Absolute Beginners, right? It's a little bit like that. Kid, uh, Kid Creole and the Coconuts, wonderful thing. Yes, Coconuts and Yams. We approve of all of this. It's just past seven. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. My name is Arwolf. Arwolf, and that must be the phone. That's the phone. The phone is ringing.